Cause boy, I was about to cut on you, boy. I about to cut on you, boy. Grapples to Apples, a podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you're as happy as I am that the summer weather is gone. Oh, God, let me tell you, I am so happy to be done with this crazy heat and humidity, especially when my school is hotter than Hades and I'm sweating, wearing like a full sleeve button down and all this stuff. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm so glad to finally be back to like 70 degrees. 65, 72, it's beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing, but anyway, we're not here to talk about weather, we're here to talk about wrestling, which you're listening to on soundcloud.com, such grapples, apples, grapples, the number two apples, you don't like soundcloud, you have google podcast, apple podcast, iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening, <laughs> and as always, I am your host, Mr. L. Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, the Godfather, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Now, unfortunately, I don't have a guest host with me today. Again, I was supposed to have one, but things got in the way. Our schedules conflicted at the very last moment, so we weren't able to get together to actually do the show. So I'm doing this one solo. Um, I apologize for it going up a little late. This is a very special edition. Uh, we're recording this later than I would have hoped because I wanted to make time for the draft as this Friday was the WWE draft for this year. <laughs> so we have that to cover. We have, uh, let's see what else is going on. We have some released wwe wrestlers who are making their first appearance elsewhere we have a new signee in eight we have two new signees in aew we have a promotions one of the promotions biggest stars making a return to their company we have some wrestlers taking some time off we have some surgeries some babies being born a new champion in aew tournaments being announced in wwe a a number one contenders match being announced in AEW. We have a really stupid hate crime being committed in PWG and, and, and all the draft results. So before we can get into any and all that, I got to do this again on my own some, but let me ring that bell. All right, so as always, we're going to start with the world of professional wrestling outside of WWE. Let's start with some signings. It was announced this week that Kira Hogan and Leo Rush have both signed with AEW, with Leo Rush making his appearance on Dynamite in a, um, not really a vignette, but he cut a promo that, you know, he wasn't in the building, so it was a pre-recorded promo. Uh, Kira Hogan signing with AEW was very interesting to me. I'm not sure that you know, Shades and I talked about this when they first announced that her impact contract was over. <laughs> I don't know if this is the right move for her and for AEW. Not because she's not a good wrestler, because I think she's a decent enough wrestler. Um, I just feel like with her skill set and her look and in terms of where AEW is 
and where other promotions are, I think she would have been better suited to go to NXT. Especially with NXT. I mean, NXT's trying to move away from the quote-unquote indie talents and trying to move more towards homegrown talent. And while Kira Hogan isn't a big name, she is someone who's been working in the industry for a few years. She's, you know, has been an impact the last X amount of years, and she did some indie stuff before then. So I guess that might be what would deter WWE and NXT from signing Kira Hogan. But, or Kiera Hogan, depending on who you ask. But yeah, she has signed with AEW. I don't know where she fits in in that women's division. At the top of the division right now, obviously you have Britt Baker, who's her champion. You have Ruby Soho right behind her, who on this week's Dynamite cut a promo acknowledging that she has to go to the back of the line and work her way back up, which I like, by the way. Um, but she's still one of the top women there. You have um, Chris Statlander, who was the previous number one contender before Ruby Soho. You have Sheeta, who's a former champion. Nyla Rose, you could you know throw her into that title picture at any point because of her look and her size. You have Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa obviously is has the skills to be a top level wrestler, and she feuded with Britt for a bit. Um, I think at some point you start to move up Ty Conti and Anna Jay, although I'm not sure that we're there yet. Uh, They've been pushing Penelope Ford and Bunny a little bit as part of the Bunny... I mean, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny and all that stuff. And, and the um, Hardy family office. So they've been starting to work their way up the ladder. But, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what... Oh, and they have Jade Cargill, who they're so high on for some dumb reason. Um, so I'm curious to see what they're going to do. They tried out Big Swole about a year or so ago, and that didn't really work out too well. Um, Red Velvet isn't there yet. <sighs> who else? Who else? Who else? I mean, Sakura's not there. They did Riho. Abaddon's not there yet. I don't know. I don't know. She's definitely going to be thrown into the like the mid-card, lower mid-card for now, and then she's going to have to wake her way up. Now, the other signing as already mentioned, is Jeremy's favorite wrestler, Shades' favorite wrestler in all of wrestling, Leo Rush. I say that super sarcastically. He can't stand that guy. So I understand his beat with Leo. Leo Rush has been injured and then retired and then retired and then injured and injured and then retired. Um, I was saying it's interesting to me. So we were having a private discussion when this signing was announced, or when he appeared on Dynamite, rather, was... I was a big fan of Leo Rush before he signed with WWE. Um, I saw him doing stuff in PWG, and I was sold bigly on Leo Rush. And then he signed with WWE. His initial year or so with them, doing 205 Live and NXT and whatever else, I enjoyed. And I was excited to see him progress. And then they did the Lashley stuff, which I wasn't a fan of. And then there was the issue with his wife or girlfriend, I don't remember what it was, uh, where <sighs> there was some backstage issues with her and people backstage, and so like that was an issue for Leo. And then 
he left or got released. I don't remember the, the extent of the ending of their relationship, as in Leo and WWE. And then he got hurt. And then, no, and then he said he was going to retire to focus on his, like, music career or something like that. And then he came back, started working, New Japan, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then got hurt. And then retired again. And then was like, oh, I'm going to work for, I'm going to finish my dates in New Japan because I, you know, I have contractual obligations. I'm going to finish the dates that I promised. And now he's back. Now he's signed with AEW. So, like, it's annoying when you have someone who retires, unretires, retires, retires. Especially, especially someone at such a young age with so much promise because... I make the initial report, oh yeah, Leo Rush retires at a young age, and that one's like, oh man, that's crazy. But then when you have to announce, okay, he's back, and then you announce again, oh, he's retired again. Oh, he's back. Oh no, he's retired again. Like, it gets it gets real old real quick. So I 100% understand Shades' beef, and you know, Tommy Boy also has issue with Leo Rush for the same reason. And, and anyone, any other fan who has an issue with Leo Rush and the way he goes about his retiring, not retiring, and all that stuff. I understand. I truly do get it. I understand their their problems with that. I guess I'm my issue is that I'm I still remember how excited I was watching Leo Rush. And I want that. I want that back. I want to see the Leo Rush that I saw back in 2017 or 2018 or whatever it was. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean I guess this is, in, in for me at least, this might be Leo Rush's last chance. Um, he's going to go to AEW, and I'm sure they're going to give him the opportunity to do something. And so, if he performs well, maybe he'll get me excited to see him again, and that'll be great. But if he gets hurt again and retires again, or if he retires again for whatever reason, or if him and his partner make issues backstage, because from all accounts, AEW's backstage locker room and all that stuff is like one of the most positive environments in all of wrestling. So if him and his partner start making trouble in the back, then I'm sorry, you got to go. But we'll see. Time will only tell what happens with Leo Rush and AEW. Now, what we do know about what's going on in AEW is this past week on Dynamite, the show was dedicated to the memory of Brody Lee a.k.a. John Huber, uh, his wife, or I'm sorry, his widow and his brother started the, <clears throat> the uh, my voice is a mess, I apologize folks, it's been, it's been a long <laughs> Friday, so my voice is a little hoarse, but um, they created the John Huber Foundation, where they're going to select a few people, I believe every year, and do the best that they can to support them and their, like, endeavors, whatever that might be. I'm not 100% on all the details of the foundation, but it is a thing that was created. So I really commend uh, John Huber's Amanda Huber and John Huber's brother for doing this. And AEW, because the show was in Rochester, which is where he is from, it was basically the... Brody Lee, it was <clears throat> AEW Dynamite sponsored by Brody Lee, which is fine in my opinion. You know they, uh, 
negative one was a part of the show. Uh, there was a big, I think it was a 10-man tag, including the Dark Order against, I want to say, the Hardy family office. That's who they've been feuding with lately. And the Dark Order was joined by Orange Cassidy. And so they got to be the 9 o'clock match, which is like the main event for the first hour. And in that match, Negative One comes down to accompany them to the ring, but then he goes backstage. And then because we're still having that Dark Order, you know, infighting, somewhere along the lines of the match, there was like an, an accident or something that took place and Evil Uno gets upset and he starts walking away. Him and Stu Grayson start like trying to leave the the match to try and go backstage, and instead, Amanda Huber, <clears throat> um, Negative One, I want to say Colt Cabana. I don't remember. To somebody else. Oh, uh, Anna Jay and Ty Conti all come out. <laughs> That's what it was. I think it was Amanda Huber, Anna Jay, Ty Conti, and Negative One all make their way to the stage and they start yelling at um at negative uno i mean at um at evil uno and i think Stu grayson and they're like are you kidding me tonight all night you guys can't get it together get it together and then negative uno in you know brody lee uh fashion takes a stack of papers and throws it at them so that was pretty funny um and then they apologize, they apologize for Fusey, and they run back to the ring. They get it together. They go, you know, Dark Order, <clears throat> once they added all the extra guys and kind of embraced the silliness and did and became who they are now versus who they were when they first debuted, they're really fun in terms of their personalities. Obviously, anyone who's ever watched them on BTE knows how funny they are. But, man, their character work and their in-ring work is really fun. Their chemistry together is really great. After they came back to the ring, they all went and did their spots. And a lot of it was teamwork spots, excuse me. And it's just really fun to watch. So see them, like, I think it was Preston uh, Preston Vance power bombs um, somebody as a, like, as, like, an assisted senton to the guys outside of the ring. And they're doing all of these team-up moves. And it really is fun to watch. Um... If nothing else, try and catch the last few minutes of this match. This was a really fun match to watch. Um, my cynicism initially was like, no, this is, it's too, you're pandering too much to Brody and Brody's fans and blah, blah, blah. But no, like, why not? If they're in his hometown and, you know, why not do it, right? So they had that and that was fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. So good on them. Now, after this match, they, or I think prior to this match, they had already announced that it was going to be Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans in a hair versus hair match. That took place on Rampage, which of course, Orange Cassidy won. Orange Cassidy will also be featured in the Casino Ladder match, which was announced this week. So, AW Dynamite is going to have an anniversary show to mark the anniversary of them existing. And on that show, there's going to be a casino, a case, a case, oh my, oh, wow, let's try that again. There will be a casino ladder match to determine the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship, now that Brian Danielson has lost, although it was a non-title match, so it doesn't really matter. Anyway, 
the participant participants for the match are um, John Moxley, Andrade El Idolo, Matt Hardy, Lance Archer, Pac, Orange Cassidy, and then there's a Joker card. So I guess we're going to find out who that Joker card is the night of. And um, I believe this is a ladder match. Yeah. And so whoever wins is going to have the number one contendership to Kenny's AEW World Championship. My guess is the Hangman's going to be the Joker again. And then we're going to pick up on the jo- on the Hangman Cody, Cody Kenny storyline. But that's my guess. That's just my guess. Now, let's move on from AEW. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. So on this... I- I'm just all over the place. I apologize, guys. So on the same show, we had um, the main event was Sammy Guevara taking on Miro for the TNT Championship in a good match that Sammy Guevara ended up winning. They, you know, he gets the real big face pop. Um, some of the the face locker room comes out. They put him on his shoulders. They have streamers, confetti, the whole nine yards. So it was very good for Sammy. Um, we already have his first challenger. As on next week's Dynamite, Sammy Guevara will be challenged by none other than a former NXT superstar and a former member of the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish. So... There's no official signing of any kind, but it looks like we will be getting Bobby Fish in an AEW ring for the first time ever as he challenges Sammy Guevara on Dynamite. I think it's going to be pretty dope. Um, so I think that wraps up everything from that show. Yes. All right. So now let's move on to... Impact, very much to my surprise, and I thought it was really cool. And you can all this also flows into what happened on Dynamite. So Dynamite opens with a vignette by Christopher Daniels, and he's like, you know, I lost everything that I've ever like. I lost SCU, I lost my friends, I, I have nothing. To, to fight for, so I have nothing to lose. I'm coming back. <laughs> and the start of that comeback is Christopher Daniels appeared and returned to Impact Wrestling. Now, those of you who know TNA slash Impact the way as, as fondly as Shades does, you'll know that Christopher Daniels was one of the pillars of TNA. I mean, I'm sure he can correct me, but you're talking... AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, those are probably the the main pillars of TNA, right? And so Christopher Daniels going back to Impact for anything is a big deal. So good for him, good for Impact Wrestling. I'm glad to see that. Uh, While we're on the topic of Impact Wrestling, they've introduced a new championship. Now, the premise of the title is interesting. The name of the title is Trash. So there was a promo video that was put out to to introduce this idea of the new championship and it's going to be a tournament and the tournament features a bunch the the promo video features 
a lot of clips of matches. And what's interesting about those clips is they are clips of not just men, but also women. <laughs> so it was announced that the, the tournament will be held to crown a champion at Bound for Glory. The it's seemingly going to be an all gender and intergender um, title, as what's her name, uh, Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace went on Twitter and shared the video that Impact released and said fully intergender championship, and so that's going to be interesting. I don't know. It's tricky. Because with any intergender wrestling, how you book it makes all the difference. So some details. 12 contenders drawn from both the knockouts and male rosters will compete in six single elimination matches over the next three weeks. The winner of those matches will be the final six who go on to before the glory and then the six way uh, and the six way match. So have they announced the 12? Let me see. So they've announced the first two matches, which were Hernandez versus crazy Steve. And then Zicky Dice versus John Schuyler. Those are the two matches that were announced as of last week. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know because, like I said, if you don't book these matches correctly, then it can come off the wrong way. And there are a few women that you have on the roster who can really pull up intergender matches believably. Um... Obviously, Jordan Grace is one of them, but I don't know. I don't know. My biggest gripe with the title, more than anything else, is the name. The name of this championship is going to be the Impact Digital Media Championship. Oof. It is fitting to recognize the huge impact audience impact has online this quote comes from impact um and dia Moore. after the first champion is crowned the digital media championship will be defended on impacts digital platforms in exclusive matches as well as on television monthly impact plus specials and pay-per-views as it takes its place as one of the most coveted titles in our sport <laughs> So, I get the concept, you know, it's akin to, like, the TV title, right, or the internet championship, but the digital media championship, I mean, why couldn't you just go back to calling it the internet title, the internet championship, right, or 
I don't know, just digital media championship is just a horrendous name in my opinion. It just, it's so, it sounds so generic. And I just don't get it. The title itself looks fine. Um, the plates has a lot of that, like, linear, not gear style thing, but, like, it looks like computer inner workings that were so, like, it's very, like, stereotypical of, like, the internet or computers and yada, but it's fine. I just hate the name. Digital Media Championship is just, it's such a bland, blah, generic, no-life kind of name, and I don't, I personally don't get it. But, whatever, I, I hope it works well. Now, let's move on to something that is very upsetting and problematic. Where a transgender fan tweeted on Sunday that someone punched her in the back of the head while she was on her way to the bathroom before PWG's Three Mendes 6 show. Um, PWG and the venue have released a statement saying that they are investigating the matter. If this was... Now, the, the whole story's not out. Um, I did not read the tweet in its entirety. Again, PWG is investigating this, as is the venue. If this was something where she was punched in the back of her head as a hate crime because she's transgender, then, bro, whoever did it can come see me. But if this... I don't want to assume that that was the case because it could be. It very well could be. It could also be that this person and the person who hit them got into some sort of altercation or argument or something that would have led to this regardless of gender. Right? I mean, things happen. Not every attack is based on hate whether it's gender sexuality etc if this was done solely as a hate crime then it's disgusting it's deplorable and it needs to be handled but i mean violence is never a, a good response right even if you're arguing with somebody if you're both cisgendered men or if you're both trans women or if you're both uh anything in between it doesn't matter if you get into a disagreement or an argument. You don't just start swinging at people in the back of the head. That, that's not cool. You can actually, like, literally kill somebody doing something like that. But if this was just a, dis a disagreement gone wrong, well, it's a disagreement gone wrong. Like, it is what it is. I just hope that if it was a hate crime, I hope this person is found and like they get prosecuted to the fullest extent of what it can be if not i hope that this the the victim is not just out here trying to use their gender status their transgender status to become a victim in something that should not be right like if if i was transgender and i spit on someone and they punched me in the face it's not cool for me to be like, oh, I, I got punched in the face for being transgender. Like, no, you got punched in the face for spitting on somebody. So I hope that's not the case. But it's being investigated. We're going to see what where this lands, if it lands anywhere. 
Now, let's move on to WWE because we got some stuff to go over there. First thing, WWE has announced the King of the Ring and Queen's Crown Tournament. These two tournaments will take place, I believe, starting next week on Raw and SmackDown. Um, I'm not sure why they had to go with Queen's Crown instead of just Queen of the Ring. I don't know. I just, I hope Charlotte's not in it because if Charlotte's in it, then Charlotte's going to win it and I'm not about it. But we'll see. I'm interested to see who are the contestants, the participants in these two tournaments, where it goes and what it means. But we'll see. So, on the Extreme Rules recap review, I went over what happened with Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. And it seems like that was done to write off Alexa Bliss, who will be taking some time off to have sinus surgery. So, my my guess is she's going to take time off. And then maybe this will be the end of Lily and the Alexa Bliss current character. And then she's just going to come rebooted. I don't know. Because WWE likes doing stuff like that. Or she's going to come back and double down. Revenge for Lily, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what the recovery, let me see, sinus, surgery, recovery time. Alright, so it says most people feel normal in one to two months. And you need regular doctor visits for up to four months. So, if she is done now, she'll be back... December-ish, January-ish. Oh, that's weird. Is nothing really going on? Yeah, I guess it's a good time for her to take time off. I maybe would have wanted her to wait until after Survivor Series, because after Survivor Series is the Rumble in January. Nah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess you could just do that. You could just let her rest from now until the Rumble. And then she'll come back for the Rumble in January. Yeah, because that should be enough time, right? So we're in October, November, December, and then Jen. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm sure we'll see Alexa Bliss at the Rumble. She's not the only one who's gonna have stuff done to her nose as Sheamus undergoes a second surgery for his broken nose. He had one initially. He was wearing the mask, and then I guess at Extreme Rules. When he got hit in the face again, I guess it wasn't a work. I guess he legitimately broke his nose again. So he went surgery to have his broken nose fixed again. So get well soon, Seamus. And then let's move on to... Man, this episode is all about Shades' favorite wrestlers. As Ronda Rousey and her husband Travis Bourne welcome the birth of their baby daughter. Say what you want about Ronda. If you're a fan of hers or not, it's fine. But, you know, good for her and her husband for giving birth to their first child. Congratulations, guys. Now, let's talk about what you're all here for. It's the SmackDown Draft. The WWE brand draft, which started on SmackDown on Friday night. And will continue on Raw 
on Monday. So here are the results for the draft specifically. SmackDown drafts Universal Champion Roman Reigns because, duh, Raw takes WWE Champion Big E. Shocker. Bianca Belair moves over to Raw. That is interesting, considering she's in the middle of a feud, a tri-way feud with, <clears throat> with Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. So we'll see where that lands now. Drew McIntyre goes to SmackDown. Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss make their way to SmackDown. On Raw, we have the Raw Tag Team Champions of RK Bro staying on Raw because obviously they do. Edge stays on Raw. Again, shocker there. The Women's Tag Team Champions Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash stay on Raw because duh. Uh, Keith Bearcat Lee. Stays on Raw, Ray and Dominic Mysterio to Raw, Austin Theory to Raw, Naomi stays on SmackDown, Jeff Hardy stays on SmackDown, and then things get a little interesting. So first note, NXT North American Champion Isaiah Swerve Scott and the rest of his Hit Row crew are drafted to SmackDown. I'm very curious to see how they play this. Does he keep the championship? Does he drop the championship? What are they going to do with Hit Row? Especially on SmackDown. We'll see. So you heard me say that Big E goes to Raw. Reunited with the New Day for all of like two weeks. Because the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods get drafted to SmackDown. So you broke up the New Day again. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. <sighs> I feel like that's just all I say about WWE nowadays. Just, I don't understand, but whatever. And then the last interesting draft pick to me is Charlotte, the Raw Women's Champion, being drafted to SmackDown. Now, I believe it was last year's draft where the Kobe Kingston and Xavier was the New Day were the tag team champions and the street profits were the tag team champions on opposite brands and they were drafted by the opposite brands and so they just handed the titles over to each other i don't know that they would do that here with charlotte and becky i can't imagine they would um so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is very odd. Although what I'm just noticing now is once she comes back, by all intents and purposes, all four of the four horsewomen will be on SmackDown. Assuming Becky and Sasha don't get drafted to Raw on Monday. But as of now... I mean, Bailey's out, but she was on SmackDown's roster when she left. They just drafted Charlotte over to Raw to SmackDown, and Becky's the Raw the SmackDown champion, and Sasha just came back on Sunday. So interesting. Now, what I think might happen is 
No, it doesn't make any sense. Unless they're going to combine the, the women's championship, but they can't do that. Because they have the women's split also. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with Charlotte. Unless they're going to move Becky to Raw, and they're just going to swap titles, which is dumb. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And guess what? I don't get it. But it's not for me to get. It's for you to get, I guess. Because that's, that's what happened. Oh, and the Hurt Business is back together. They, they, they teamed up on Raw to help Lashley. I don't know. I don't get it. It's, it's very strange what's going on in WWE. But... Um, so that's going to wrap up the news. Let's do my good seed and bad seed for the week. My good seed is going to go to, I'll give my good seed to Christopher Daniels making his return to Impact Wrestling and him making a return to wrestling in general. It's really great. My bad seed. My bad seed is going to go to Raw. I mean, to WWE. I just don't get it. I'm, I'm not. I don't understand what they're doing. And it gets harder and harder every day to care about what's happening in that company. Like truly, sincerely, I don't. It gets harder and harder every day for me to care. I've already stopped watching Raw. And I, I stopped watching Raw months ago. I stopped watching SmackDown weeks ago. I'm only really watching their pay-per-views, and it's just so strange. I don't get it. I don't. I don't know what they're looking to do. And I just. I don't understand the product. It's hard for me to watch. It's hard for me to care. So I don't know. Uh. uh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um. So yeah, WWE's gonna get my bad seeds. I don't get what they're doing. The draft is confusing. Their booking is confusing. It's all weird. Um, so now let's move on to something else. So it is interesting. They're they're very well might be a huge announcement on next week's show. I'm not going to get into it. Um, there's some stuff I have to double check on before I make that announcement, but there might be a big announcement coming to next week's episode. So keep an ear and eye open for that. Um, obviously, if an announcement happens before now and next week, it'll just go up on social media and we'll let you know about that so make sure you're checking in on that but in the meantime i know it's a short one but i'm by myself so i gotta go and my voice is going so let's let me get out of here before my voice goes out completely thank you for listening to us on soundcloud.com such grapples to apples grapples the number two apples if you don't like soundcloud you got google podcast Apple podcast iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening don't forget to check out our social media pages facebook.com twitter.com instagram.com slash grapples to apples again that's grapples the number two apples like comment share subscribe do whatever you gotta do to put us as many eyes on youtube really possible because we appreciate it as always i'm one of your hosts mr ill will the thrill the poetarian shakespearean candidate major english mr certified the godfather whatever you need me to be that's what i'm because baby that's who i is
<sighs> Not to mention your current champion. Tommy Boy, you are so lucky that I'm losing my voice because, boy, I was about to cut on you, boy. I was about to cut on you, boy. It's not going to happen. You got away with it this time. But anyway, don't forget to check out all of our social media pages. Look out for that announcement if it comes between now and next week. Or if not, we'll see you next week. Right? Don't forget to check out our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. It's an apple a day. It's a bad lesson. Peace!